Hey guys, this is D. Williams again with This Comics Life, and happy Kwanzaa, happy holidays, happy Christmas, happy whatever. Oh, did I leave out Hanukkah? It's gonna be awesome. Of course, this is the holiday episode to This Comics Life. I'm gonna be talking about a whole lot of holiday funness, as well as reviewing, of course, some open mic material done by yours truly. And it's gonna be great, and I'm gonna be talking about oh, a whole lot of other stuff, so definitely check out this special holiday solo edition of episode 32 of This Comics Life. Let's check this out. Ho, ho, ho. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. Take a look at five and ten, listening once again, with candy canes and silver lanes aglow. It's beginning to look a Hello, lot everybody! Like yes, once again, this is me, T. Williams, a.k.a. Daryl Williams, a.k.a. Dumbass, a.k.a. Dreidel Boy, a.k.a. What the hell? I haven't even played a dreidel ever. Well, I guess I have once or twice, but uh, yeah, I'm not Jewish. <laughs> what? Williams isn't a Jewish name? Oh, man, I know. My world is being spun on a dreidel right now. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yes, this is uh, This Comics Life, the only podcast that interviews stand-up comedians and also uh, reviews my own stand-up comedy throughout... Uh, episode or two here and there yeah i mean it this show is everything it's comedy it's interviewing it's sketches it's whatever i think of doing the week before basically (laughs) and this week i've thought why not do a holiday episode because i'm gonna have a few guests in for the next couple of weeks and i'm not really good with scheduling so i'm doing the holiday episode today Yeah, but you guys can listen to it whenever. I mean, you know, the holidays are for whenever you want to celebrate. We're not here to celebrate a specific day. We're here to celebrate all the days. And I'm talking about, yeah, uh, Kwanzaa with their seven days, uh, Christmas with their one day, Hanukkah with their eight days. Eight days? What are you guys, the Beatles? Eight days of Hanukkah. I love you. Come on, everybody has a different day, and I think uh, that's weird because, yeah, um, I mean, I understand Kwanzaa with their, like, festival because it's all about, like, seven days, seven days a week. But with, like, Hanukkah, it's, like, eight days because the oil was burning eight days longer than it needed to be, which is pretty Jewish already. Like, that in itself, like, totally wraps the antithesis of what a Jew is, is that they're like celebrating that they got to squeeze a little bit extra out of their like you know commodity like oh what a great deal we got a a day's worth of oil but we managed to squeeze eight days out of it aren't we so jewish (laughs) i mean it's kind of hard to like you know not say that you shouldn't live up to a stereotype of being a penny pincher when your biggest holiday is you pinching pennies (laughs) out of oil (laughs) <laughs> oh man uh yeah and i'm i'm sure i'm gonna get maybe a, a letter or two um a, probably a stern uh tweet that involves uh you know some some holla 
<laughs> they hollered at me. <laughs> Is that what, uh, you know, uh, that, that should be a new slang term. Uh, you know, if somebody like throws some holla bread at you, they go like, holla at me and then get bread tossed at them. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I am dumb. <laughs> But I was thinking today because, like, there isn't a lot of, uh, you know, Hanukkah and Kwanzaa songs. I mean, we obviously have the Adam Sandler, Kwan, you know, Hanukkah songs, and, but we don't really have a lot of Kwanzaa songs. You know, you don't hear a lot of those songs on the radio or, you know, on Spotify now or wherever, you know, and why not? Like, come on, black guys and black uh, people of all ethnicities around the world and, and just people that celebrate Kwanzaa. Where are your songs? Come on, man. I want to hear a cool, snappy Kwanzaa hit. <laughs> and the problem is, is that like, you gotta think of something brand new. You can't just like, you know, change a Christmas song into a Kwanzaa song. That's not possible. Like, you can't just, like, change Christmas to Kwanzaa and then suddenly you got a good song or a new song. In fact, if you do that, you're going to sound even more racist. Like, if you change, like, the song that I just started playing. It's beginning to look a lot like Kwanzaa. What, are you driving through Compton or something? (laughs) Aw, come on, it's a joke. But I'm just saying, like, it's racist to change Christmas to Kwanzaa in song form. Like, you can't do that, and I understand, like, why, but on the other hand, I don't understand why. Like, why can't you say that? Oh, I mean, I understand, like, there's certain given songs, like, you know... Dreaming of a white Kwanzaa. Yeah, you can't really say that. <laughs> or, 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 uh, you know, even just white Kwanzaa. You can't have anything that involves like white and snow and then slip in Kwanzaa too. I don't know why. You just have to create a new song. That's that's the thing. I'm just saying. I'm trying to help you guys, but in helping. I'm just sounding more racist. So I'm not going to try to help anymore. I'm just going to say it's off to you guys. You know, I'm just putting it out there. Make a new Kwanzaa song. Snoop Dogg, Ice-T, whoever, Wiz Khalifa. Come on, put out a new Kwanzaa hit already. Just make sure there's nothing about white in it. (laughs) It has to be celebrating Kwanzaa in a place that it doesn't snow. Because you can't say white in (laughs) it. And that's another thing that I hate about being in SoCal especially is that you can't play any of those songs that are the best holiday songs. Like all of the great holiday songs are always talking about how like it's always cold and there's winter and there's snow on the ground and it's all blustery and blizzery and blah, blah, blah. But like you never get that. So like every time when I hear a song like that in SoCal, I always picture it being like the same thing as if you were to hear like, you know, uh, Louis Armstrong's What a wonderful world and uh you know you're watching like you know vietnam atrocities where you're just seeing like people's bodies just being blown up and arms just being flown off and everything and then you're just hearing like and i think to myself what a wonderful world oh yeah and you're like 
okay, we get it. Yeah, okay. But that's the same thing. Like, when you're hearing, like, sleigh bells and, like, all these things about, like, it's so cold outside and it's so nice and we're all singing and we're decorating trees and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, man, it's fucking 82 here. I'm wearing shorts and flip-flops. <laughs> like, yeah. That's the one thing I wish about, like, you know, SoCal is that it had more of the seasons. But I guess if it had more of the seasons, it wouldn't be SoCal. So I guess, you know, it's hard to dream about things that just aren't. But it's also, you know, hard to not believe in Santa Claus still when there's so much love and awesomeness in this world. Like, I wish I could still believe in Santa Claus and not be called like an idiot. Like, can you imagine if Santa Claus just really existed? Like, oh, man, like... People would be bugging him. People would probably be wondering about, like, what do you think about Trump? Is that, do you think he's going to, like, outsource your, like, toy market? And do you think he's going to, like, you know, totally, like, make you not be able to, like, go into the U.S.? Like, that wall is going to be probably pretty tall, right, Santa? <laughs> to keep you out, right? Mm hmm. And then Santa's going to have to, like, rebut about, like, what. Trump would actually be to his like business and whatnot. <laughs> or maybe like, you know, since he's a jolly old white guy, he'd probably get appointed by Trump to be like, you know, administer of like, you know, um, China or something, you know, to try to, you know, strengthen bonds with, uh, you know, the, the toy market in general. Like, you know, I'm sure China's probably the biggest competitor to Santa. So why not have like Santa be like its next best like buddy and diplomat? You know, I would assume so. But first of all, Santa's not even American. You know, Santa's an immigrant. He doesn't even live here. He lives in the North Pole. And, like, last time I'm, I I checked, uh, you know, the U.S. didn't own the North Pole. But maybe if we could, like, you know, tackle that, you know, first, okay, have Trump get to take over the North Pole. Once we gain that territory, then we can make, you know, Santa uh, a grandfathered-in citizen, and then once that happens, then he can be the toy czar to China. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a, a pretty easy uh, turn of events. I mean, if Santa was really alive. <laughs> oh, here's an SNL idea. Uh, duh. Why don't we have uh, Trump be Santa Claus and then have, you know, Hillary be Mrs. Claus? I mean, that's pretty much just wrote itself right now. So you just have, you know, Trump being like the whole, like, Kris Kringle trying to, like, you know, grant wishes and giving all the, like, you know, cool things to the, you know, nice people of the U.S., you know, all of of his buddies in Washington and all of his, you know, millionaire, billionaire friends. He's giving them out like, you know, Lexus, <laughs> Lexuses. And what? first of all, how absurd is like, you know, these car commercials during the holidays? Like people are just going to give their fucking loved one a fucking Lexus. Come on now, Lexus. How many cars are you getting moved through your doors just because it's Christmas? And I, man, I so want to be that douche one day that like totally has a car with a giant bow on it. And I just tell like my sweetie, Hey, why don't we just walk out to the driveway really quick? I don't know why. Hmm. And then suddenly there's a bow on a car. What a douche slash awesome move that would be. Anyway, but SNL, come on now. 
do the Trump, Santa, Hillary, Mrs. Santa Claus bit already. I mean, you can just have like, you know, Mrs. Claus telling him like, I don't know about that, Santa. Um, I don't think you should give uh, nukes to uh, Iran this year for Christmas. I think you should uh, just delete some emails. And then <laughs> I think you should give Benghazi, though, some coal this year. Hmm? Come on, it's pretty much wrote itself. But getting back to Santa being a real person, you know, if he really was alive, I'm sure we would be really harnessing this uh, sleigh travel. You know, like if Virgin Airlines or Elon Musk could get involved with like, uh, you know, the sleigh ride capacity and boost that up a little bit and turn that into, you know, mass air transit, that would be really cool. Like, come on, Santa, like, get us that technology. I want to be able to, like, get to anywhere in the world in one night. In less than one night. <laughs> you know, all the places in the world in one night. So if you just wanted to go to, you know, uh, New York, that, that'd be, like, instantaneous. And speaking of, like, Santa and, like, the opposite of Santa now, because we always have, like, you know, Santa, if you want to look at the traditions of Santa, and you want to look at the traditions of, like, the other things that were, like, the anti-Santa, which I'm talking about, like, Krampus, if you look at that, that, so that's, like, Eastern Europe versus, like, Western Europe. So you have, like, Western Europe, which is all the Scandinavian countries, and then you have, like, you know, the Eastern Bloc, which is also, like, all the Slovakian countries, and then, like, each has like this glorified like way of like, okay, well, how do we get our kids in line? Because that's the like true origin of every holiday. Every holiday is about how do we get our kids in fucking line? Like our kids are always like, like kids were shitheads back in the day. Like kids were running this world and they were running it in a way of just causing mass chaos, like fucking children of the corn with their fucking bolos and their Amish hats and their fucking like, you know, uh, blonde hair and their blue eyes and they're just like you know looking into our souls going like hey if you don't do what we say we're gonna fuck up your village and because we don't give a shit we're kids <laughs> we don't think of the repercussions so the adults were like okay on the on the western side they're like well let's create a character that says if you're good you get presents you know you get stuff you know they're looking at like the carrot side of like you know incentives where if you give something to somebody that something that they want that will you know make them be good people and then the eastern side said fuck that we're living in the harsh eastern block of fucking siberia we do not see any light in the day ever because we live in fucking siberia so figuratively and literally we are not living fun so what do we create we create a fucking demon that says if you're fucking bad, that demon will come into your sleep and kill you. <laughs> so that's like two different sides of like how we live our lives. Because one is still saying like, yeah, there's some snow, but we're also like, you know, pretty good on life. And we actually, you know, make a lot of cuckoo clocks during our, uh, you know, off season. And we, you know, let that snow turn into like sparkling glacier water, which is really cool because, uh, you know, who doesn't like glacier water? And then the other is like, 
fuck you. We don't see any, like, let in the snow. Like, we just live in destitute, snow-ridden caves with our fucking, like, dicks just swelled up into our bodies for the whole year. Like, we've never seen our dicks. That's why we created Krampus. (laughs) And that's the thing. Like, oh, man. Just thought of this right off the, just right out of the bat. Here we go, guys. Just because I love making movies and this is just the best of all worlds, just now, right off the bat. Santa versus Krampus. Yeah! Can you imagine? Okay, so there's this like one family house. There's like two children. Well, maybe there's three children or whatever. We can count later. But there's children and one child is obviously the good child so santa's got his eye on him and he's going like oh okay so i'm gonna give billy the nintendo classic that he wants and his uh you know uh ninjago cards and his uh you know pokemon go app notifications turned off uh i'm gonna give him that present and then of course you got the bad kid that's like fucking gonna get Krampus to look and go like, oh yeah, I'm fucking gonna rape this kid first, and then I'm gonna stuff a, a Nintendo Classic up his ass, and then I'm gonna make him play all 30 games without one reset, and he's not gonna get any saves, and he's not gonna be able to do anything else besides play these three game, these 30 games, <laughs> but through his ass, you know. And then after that, I'm gonna go kill him. So you got these two brothers. One's the good one, one's the bad one. You know, it's like the good son. But this is like, you know, we need two newcomers on the stage. So instead of, you know, Elijah Wood and Macaulay Culkin, we need like two fresh faces. Like we need like two kids, like maybe a Jonas brother and maybe, you know, like uh, Bieber's too old to believe in either. (laughs) But we're going to need, you know, some kids that are, you know, hot on the scene you know maybe just off a disney movie or something anyway so we have now the two kids living in the same house and that's how eventually in the third act santa and krampus have a huge battle in the middle of this house like there's just you know missiles and like magic and all this like craziness and of course like you know the parents have to die in the skirmish and like maybe like the sister gets like sacrificed and then maybe there's like you know uh uh, uh, oh the, the, the grandpa helps santa like he's like the sidekick and then also like there has to be some taglines. Of course, like, obviously, Santa at some point's gonna be like, Merry Christmas, bitches. <laughs> awesome. So, of course, like, okay. All leading up, like, the, the parents know. And that's the thing. The parents get involved because the parents, like, send out one ditch effort where they're just like, man, I wish, like, my, that these two kids could just get along and that these kids could just, you know, help one another being better like because of course like let's be honest the kid that's really good he's a wet blanket he doesn't do anything fun he doesn't like have any like rebellious side but of course like the rebellious dickhole kid he needs to get in line a little bit so they need to each other to just balance one another out like hey you need to be a little cooler like me and you need to be a little serious like me so that's where the santa and krampus get involved where like you know, 
each of them now go like, no, you need to be even more extreme, just like me, because we're each each other. So maybe it's like they're using them as like protégés. But then, like, not only is there a Santa Krampus battle, but the two kids decide that they're the ones that are going to take down Krampus and Santa Claus together because we don't need either of those beings in our world. We're going to actually just not believe in either. And that's the power of love because if you stop believing in something in any holiday movie, that's the key to death. If you stop believing, they'll stop existing. Heck. I don't believe in Santa Claus anymore. That's kid stuff. So that's what they do. So in the end, they stop believing in Krampus and Santa Claus, and then they go open up a small business, earn some money, pay some compound interest back, and then buy the Nintendo classics that they both wanted at the end. And then their parents both die of pancreatic cancer, and then they learn the real reason of Christmas Never worry about the material things and always worry about your family first. The end. Yeah. (laughs) Message. All right, guys. Yep. Who wouldn't want to see that? A horror holiday superhero movie involving Santa Claus, Krampus, and like the two coolest new kids on the block, except the actual new kids on the block. I'm talking about the new next Disney phenoms that are going to be in this movie that are going to break out. This is going to be their breakout role. I don't know who it is, but some Hollywood, get in touch with some kids and make them kill Santa and Krampus. All right. Anyway, let's get into some other things. Who knows what else I'm going to be bringing up, but let's talk about apps that don't exist that should. Oh, man. I've been recently thinking of this app only because it's the holidays and there's always bad news getting thrown around the holidays. And you never want to be the person that's giving out the bad news during the holidays. You know, the boss that has to lay off the whole company before, you know, Christmas Eve, that guy never wants to do that. Or the, you know, person that wants to break up with the, you know, girlfriend because he just hates her and he just doesn't want to be with her. And and he's really actually too cheap to buy a Christmas gift this year. So he wants to do it right before the holidays, but he's too chicken shit to do it. You know, people don't do that around the holidays. They don't want to give out bad news right before the holidays. So why not create an app? that does that for you you know it just lets somebody else know that you tell them to and they just go like you know give them a generic like hey you know by the way your grandma died or whatever (laughs) you know it could be called like you know silver linings you know because there's always a silver lining to every bad news or you know (laughs) in this instance you know it'd be basically the the silver lining is for the person giving the bad news is because they don't have to give it You know, you sign up with the app, you, uh, you know, pick the bad news that you want to give, and then you give them all the information to the person who they're supposed to give that information to. And then like some random person just calls them or texts them, you know, depending on how much you want to spend. And they just, you know, give them that bad news. Like say like, yeah, some girl wants to break up with her boyfriend. She just, you know, signs up with the app, gives out the boyfriend's information. And then some random person goes... Uh, hey, is this Steve? Hello, Steve Watkins. I'm Daryl with uh, Silver Linings. And just to let you know that 
Kimberly, your girlfriend, doesn't want to be your girlfriend anymore. Have a nice day. Thanks for using Silver Linings. What's Silver Linings, Steve? Oh, it's an app that your ex-girlfriend used to break up with you because she's too much of a chicken to do it herself. Thanks again. Stop crying, Steve. You're not going to get another girlfriend being a pussy. Have a good one. <laughs> but then that's the thing. Like, if you want to spend, like, a lot of money, you could actually have, like, celebrities, like, giving out this bad news for you. Like, could you imagine if you could have, like, you know, Sylvester Stallone or Tony Danza or something like that just giving out, like, bad news? Like, hey, yo, this is Sylvester Stallone telling Eddie Williams that his grandmother just died. Hey, but, you know... It's not all bad, because everybody dies. Just like when I lost Mick in Rocky II. It was not good. But guess what? You know what is good? The entire series of Rocky is all out on Blu-ray right now. Get it today at Target. Those DVDs make great stocking stuffers, you know? Have a nice day. (laughs) You know, like, that would be so awesome. Like, even if I got, like, broken up with my girlfriend, if Sylvester Stallone told me that it was going down, I'd be like, all right, that's kind of funny. That's kind of like, at least it's, you know, silver linings. It's a, it's like a good story now out of a bad situation. <laughs> Can you imagine just, like, you know, Tony Danza saying, like, Hey, Angela. Oh, this isn't Angela? I'm looking for, uh, oh, yeah, Mary Watkins. Hey, Mary, uh, just to let you know, you got pancreatic cancer. Hey, but don't worry, because at the hospital, they have all the seasons of Who's the Boss on DVD. Ah! Hey, this is all coming from Silver Linings. Have a good one. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. I I don't know. Like, celebrities get involved, and, uh, you know, somebody just get, like, an angel donor to make an app and to get this ball rolling because, uh, you know, I don't need uh, any, like, you know, uh, money for the idea. Just make it happen because I, I need bad news told to others in celebrity form and (laughs) i want it to happen come on guys some nerd out there who knows how to write code and has some connections to you know like sean connery or adrian brody you know have them like get together and like let's make it happen come on i mean celebrities are always looking for different ways of you know making revenue and this would be kind of like you know the same thing as like flying over to japan to do a whiskey commercial like this is the same thing like instead of doing whiskey commercials in japan you could be doing telemarketing for bad news All right. Anyway, uh, let's get into the review, and it's going to be a really cool review because it's new material as well as, get ready for it, it's all about some dick. Yep, I have a bunch of new bits about just dick pics and dicks. (laughs) Yeah. Who doesn't like a good dick joke? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, let's let's get into it and uh yeah, let's let's just listen to the first bit. Next up, we have Carol Williams. Please give up for Carol Williams. Alright. You guys, can we all agree that we need to make a new universal symbol or motion for rolling down your window? Because this doesn't mean shit to millennials. Like, my 
sister who's 19 years old. I know. One of us was an accident. <laughs> Trick question. We were both accidents. <laughs> but she recently got a new car, and she drove it up to my house, and I walked up to it, and I did this. And for like 30 seconds, she just was like... And then she eventually rolled down her window and was like, what does this mean? And obviously. Now, I'm, I'm thinking like we need to do like a campaign, like, you know, have the government on board. We just need to have, you know, signs that just say like, this means roll down your window. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, think that, uh, speaking of millennials, why doesn't Snapchat have a filter for dick pics? <laughs> right? Like, I know dicks are already cute already. <laughs> but like, why don't they have like a filter where you could like, you know, take it and it just adds a little top hat or something. <laughs> or like, you know, around Christmas time, it puts a wreath around it. And you know, like, you know, obviously, since there's motion involved, you know, as soon as it gets a little chubby, it can, like, shake the reef and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> right? Like, come on, millennials, get with it. <laughs> uh, hello? Hello, Daryl. Uh, who is this? You don't know who this is? This is Santa Claus, a.k.a. Chris Kringle, a.k.a. St. Nicholas, a.k.a. Father Christmas. You know, Santa Claus. I used to be your biggest fan until you started doing comedy. <laughs> what? Oh man. What's wrong, Santa? What did I do to wrong you? I don't like what you're saying about the dick pics. Ho, 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 ho. That's not very nice. You should not be thinking about naughty things like that. You should always be thinking about good, wholesome things, like Joel Osteen or the Catholic Church. Those people are always nice and wholesome. They would never talk about a dick pic or a child. Uh, Santa, have you been uh, watching the news at all lately? I never watch the news. It's not nice. Uh, okay, so you want me to be like Joel Osteen? Yes, that guy's very funny. Have you heard his take on Jesus? Hilarious! <laughs> Uh, no, I haven't heard, uh, I guess I gotta check that, uh, bit out. <laughs> but, uh, what, what, come on, Santa, don't you like the bit about the millennials and the, uh, you know, car rolling down motion? Have you ever used that motion to millennial Santa? They don't know what you're oh, doing. Oh, oh. My sleigh doesn't have windows, so I don't need to worry about that. Plus, are you saying millennials are dumb? I think they're the smartest generation that's been around in a long time. I mean, take the word selfie. What other word best describes taking a photo of yourself? Selfie. Boom. Also, poop emojis. Who doesn't want that in their lives? I mean, do you have a better way to tell my friends that I love poop? I think not. Hilarious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, are you saying that uh, Snapchat should have a bunch of poop emojis? Or poop filters? I say that they should have only poop emojis and filters. That would make Snapchat even more popular. 
I would use it every day. All right. <laughs> well, let's get into some more dick jokes, Santa. I hope that you're like these ones. Do you like, uh, you know, dick and fart jokes? Or what, what type of humor are you into, Santa? I told you I love any joke about Jesus because he is hilarious. Do you have any jokes about Jesus? You know, I don't have any jokes about Jesus, but I probably should. Definitely. Get some Jesus jokes. But let me hear that dick joke you have. It'll let me determine if I should give you coal or not this year. <laughs> Do you guys think that, like, if you're going to take a dick pic, it's kind of like a Goldilocks, like, metaphor? Like, you always, like, go in first going, like, okay, I'm going to take this, and then it turns out to be too hard. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, wait, I got to take another one. And then it ends up being too small, too soft, you know? Just no. Then your third pick is like, yeah, that's the right one. Yeah. Just right. This is my Goldilocks dick right here. <laughs> this guy's definitely how it's done. Guys, you think that most like dick pics are like bird's eye? Not like worm's eye. Like, it's already kind of looking like a worm, but it needs to be, like, kind of, like, majestic, like, looking over, like, a valley. And then there's just a little dick. And <laughs> it's never, like, straight on. Like, you never get that, like, cockeye view. It's just straight towards the dick. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to be doing this much dick humor, but... <laughs> You've sent a Goldilocks dick pic to Mrs. Claus? Wow! Yup! How do you think she became Mrs. Claus? She loved the dick pics! And my elves! She loves them a little too much, if you know what I mean. Oh, you mean like she uh, tucks them in at night, you know, feeds them milk and cookies, reads them bedtime stories and stuff like that, right? She fucks the elves. There, I said it. Do you want me to spell it out anymore? She sucks their dicks, too, and I watch. That's the type of a relationship we have. Plus, it keeps them motivated. How else am I going to get a million billion toys made before two weeks from now? All right, man, you run a weird ship up there in the North Pole. <laughs> but that's cool. Uh, I'm glad that you like the, the dick pic and the Goldilocks bit. Yeah, it's a new bit, but uh, hopefully it'll work out. I don't know. I, you know, always got to work out those, uh, you know, dick and fart jokes to uh, determine what crowd is into it, you know? <laughs> don't worry. Any crowd that doesn't like that will get coal in their stockings. You have my word, Daryl. Oh, cool, Santa. Thanks. I'm glad that you have my back, man, on these jokes. <laughs> hey, Santa, do you want to hear um, a little heckle? A little bit of a, a party that gets a little out of my hands and <laughs> just, uh, you know, one of those open mics that just has a bunch of drunk chicks? Did I let you know that Mrs. Claus was a whore? Uh... Of course I want to hear drunk ladies at an open mic. Yeah, I thought you would. Alright, let's do it. 
Thanks. Have you guys gone down a lot of porn rabbit holes? Yes. Yeah. What was the, what's the craziest thing you've looked at? Or like, we were like There's no bouncer at an open mic. You just have these drunk chicks, and they're just going to be, you know, as long as they're paying for drinks, they're going to be there. And they're going to be also ruining the acts. And, uh, you know, that's something that you just got to deal with. I would have slapped them in the face. But don't worry. I am going to give them plenty of coal this year. And don't forget, I'm also going to send them a nasty dick pic. Ho, 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 ho. And it's not going to be the Goldilocks kind either. Uh, oh, thanks, Santa. Uh, well, uh, yeah, that's about it, Santa. I mean, uh, I've got a bunch of different things to work on, but, uh, you know, these jokes are, you know, in the making. So hopefully, uh, you know, someday they will definitely be worked out and honed in and just razor sharp, you know, because who doesn't want a razor sharp dick joke? <laughs> well, I believe that you are on the right track, Daryl, and I will definitely have a present for you this Christmas because you are hilarious. I have to get back to work now and make sure that Mrs. Claus is having a good time with those elves, if you know what I mean. She's a whore? And don't forget it! Merry Christmas, Daryl! And Merry Christmas, listeners! <laughs> Alright everybody, thank you once again for tuning in to this week's episode of This Comics Life. This is me, your host, D. Williams, a.k.a. Daryl Williams, a.k.a. Dumbass, a.k.a. Dreidel Boy, a.k.a. Little Drummer Boy, a.k.a. Santa's Favorite Friend. Alright guys, uh, definitely tune in next week. There's going to be a lot more excitement to be had, and definitely tune in. Uh, there's going to be some some extra goodness, also an interview or two, and a bunch of new comedians that are going to be on the show. It's going to be great, so tune in every week. Also, there's going to be a lot more goodness. Open mics to do! Oh man, it's going to be awesome! I'm going to be reviewing a lot more material, so definitely tune in every Monday, guys, and also if you like the show or hate the show, please Leave me a line at thiscomicslifepod at gmail.com or you can go to This Comics Life on Facebook or Instagram or you can go to The D Stories on Twitter and leave me a message and tell me how much you hate Santa Claus or hate Krampus or whatever you want to do. Anyway, that's about the show. <laughs> Thanks again, guys. And also, if you want to see me live, I'm going to be at The Doll Hut on 
December 14th, as well as a bunch of other clubs and open mics, so definitely check me out. All right, guys, have a good one, and peace out.